0: May six, May six, we're having our preachers' jubilee. We got some flowers up here. If you want to take one, you're more than welcome. One. If you got somebody you want to invite, and you can, you can give them this or mail it to them. But May six, we're going to get going around six p.m. that evening, a Saturday evening. We're going to have a good time in the Lord. Uh, we're going to have the Wills family coming in singing. We're going to have some food. and We're going to have some preaching. We we'll have different preachers up here preaching, depending who shows up and who puts her name in the hat, Then we're gonna, but we are going to have a good time. We always have a good fellowship. It's a lot more relaxed. If you've never been up here on a Wednesday night, we're a lot more relaxed on Wednesday nights. And a Saturday night on a revival, we're really, really relaxed. easy going. I don't even think I mentioned hell one time on a Wednesday night, probably. I'm so relaxed. No. Now we'll have a good time in the Lord. Good time in the Lord. And I encourage you, if you can make it, make it. It's... Uh, it's uh, something clean to do. You don't have to feel guilty about it, and it's free, amen? It's, it's good, and it's always good food, so you're not going to miss out on anything like that. All right, Revelation chapter 13. and let's look at verse 15. And He had power, talking about the false prophet, he had power to give life into the image of the beast. That the image of the beast should both speak, and cause that as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And in that image of the beast, that beast is the Antichrist. Verse 16, and he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand, or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he had that mark, had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is 600, three score and six. The Heavenly Father, Lord, I just pray for wisdom out of this book, Lord God. I pray, Father, your Holy Spirit will lead God and direct us this morning into all truth, Lord. I pray that Jesus Christ will be glorified and lifted up in a way, Lord. But, Father, as we go through some of these slides, Lord God, as we go through some of these pictures, Lord, as we look for signs that the Antichrist, the spirit of Antichrist is rising in this country, Lord, around the world, Lord, I pray, Father, for wisdom, Lord, and Father, I pray, Lord, it would be pleasing to you. Lord, I pray you feed us this morning as your sheep. In Jesus Christ's holy name I pray. Amen. So you see there there's a mark going to come, and the Antichrist is going to put a mark on everybody. It'll be in their right hand or in their foreheads. If you don't have this mark, you can't buy or you can't sell. And as we were going through this... I was showing you how we're going to a cashless society. And when I left off last Sunday, I was showing how at, at, at one time the Christians believed in the 70s and 80s that it might be, the mark of the beast might be a barcode. And I showed on that barcode how you could find that number 666 in every barcode. And, uh, but I, I also I transitioned to a biochip. And I talked about this biochip, this little technology they're trying to put, they could put into your right hand. It has all the, th- all the information that your phone would have on it. And that, uh, and they can use that to control to have your, your banking information, your account information. But it'd be be in your hand, or if the, if you had no right hand, it could be in your forehead. You notice that it's the mark in the verse sixteen, the mark in the right hand, or in I in in their foreheads. I'm going to turn this off. But will that biochip work as a mark? Well, it meets a requir- it meets that requirement of being in the forehead or in the right hand that's mentioned in Revelation 13, 6, but the problem with it is it's not visible mark. It must be a visible mark. The, the, uh, if you take the law first mentioned the first time the mark is mentioned in the Bible is with Cain in the, first, in the first book of Genesis. Cain is mentioned, and God puts a mark on Cain that nobody will kill him. It was a visible mark, so that mark of the beast, brothers and sisters, is a visible mark, but it also is going to be in their right hand or in their foreheads. So the only thing you maybe could say is is that this uh, mark, when it gets put in your right hand or in their foreheads, it won't be in yours, praise God, but when it's put in their right hand or in their foreheads, it'll leave a mark. It'll leave some kind of mark on you. So there's three separate ways to recognize a beast according to Revelation 13. The first is a mark, the first is a name, and the, the third way is the number and the number of his name. And this is found there in Revelation 3:17, 13, 17. And that no man might buy or sell say that he had the mark. Notice the mark or the name of the beast, the mark of the beast, or the name of the beast, or look at the very end of 17, the number of his name. The number of his name. So you got the mark, you got the name, you got the number of his name. They're separate but tied together somehow. So this mark. This name and this number are separate, but they're tied together somehow. And what where that's probably gonna be possible is through some kind of symbol. There's gonna be some kind of symbol that's gonna represent the that represent the name of the beast, it's gonna represent the number of the beast, and it's gonna be a mark that can be put on your right hand or on your forehead. Be it be visible. So let's, look at, let's break these down. We're going to go through the mark, we're going to go through the name, and then we're going to go through the number. So let's break this down and study this together. So all who receive the mark will be damned. Anybody who receives this mark of the beast will be damned to a devil's hell. You'll find this in Revelation chapter 14. Turn there, Revelation chapter 14. Look at this together with me. This is why you know no Christians going through the tribulation period. There's lots of reasons why Christians do not go through the tribulation period why a Christian does not have to worry about getting the mark of the beast. But there's lots of reason for for that, but this is another reason for that. Revelation 14, 9. And the third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, look at verse 9, If any man worship the beast in his image and receive his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of the Lamb. So you see there in verse 11, And the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever, and they have no rest day nor night, who worship the beast in his image, and whosoever receiveth the mark, the mark of his name. So if you receive this mark, you'll be damned to a devil's hell. So uh, we're not appointed to the day of wrath, according to Thessalonians. And there's lots of other reasons. When I preached on the rapture, I showed why we we're going up in the rapture and why we don't have to worry about the mark of the beast. Then why are you teaching about the mark of the beast? Why, why does a Christian worry about the mark of the beast? We don't worry about the mark of the beast, but what we're seeing in, the, in society with America and China and uh, UK and all around the world, we're seeing this Antichrist spirit that's bringing in the mark of the beast. That makes it possible to do the mark of the beast. In other words, I'm trying to tell you, we're getting close to the rapture. We're getting close to Jesus Christ coming back. So you see this, I, I put these verses up here just to so, highlight them out. He should be torn with fire and brimstone. The mark and his name are tied together. The mark of his name. See that? Who's to receive the mark of his name? That mark and the name are tied together. So let's look at this mark. So it's called the mark of the beast there in Revelation 16.2. You don't have to turn there, but in Revelation 16.2 it's called the mark of the beast, the mark of the beast. What did we studied at the very beginning of Revelation 13 about the beast? We studied that the beast comes up out of the sea and the beast has the appearance of a leopard. His main body looks like a leopard. The mark of the beast, that's Revelation 16.2. The beast is said to be like unto a leopard. Remember Revelation 13, 2? So a leopard looks like this, and most everybody knows what a leopard looks like. And if a leopard is black, he's called a panther. Like a black panther. That's a that's a, a black panther is actually a leopard. And if you look at a black panther really close, he's got these markings on him. But he's got this rosetta, they call it like a rosetta markings. Got these marks all over his see, all these marks all over his body. body. He said the body's like unto a leopard. So there's a leopard laying up in a tree. You see all these little Rosetta, Rosetta marks here. They call them Rosetta pattern here. So some Christians believe that the mark of the beast, of the Antichrist, is going to somehow or another resemble these mark, kind of a mark like that. It's interesting that sometimes when they give some of these vaccines and stuff, they leave a mark, a visible mark on the out, outer skin. So, there's theories that if they put a chip into our right hand, into the right hand, they put a chip into the forehead, that if they do that, it's going to leave a mark. It'll make a mark pop up on your forehead or on your right hand where they put that chip in there. That's some of the theory that might might be going on. Here's another picture of a leopard. And you see this pattern going on. He's marked up. He's marked up. And that's what the Antichrist wants to do. He wants to mark everybody in this room, he wants to mark up the whole world. What's that mark on there? So it's enti- see the leopard. Remember what I, we we learned about the leopard? The leopard's a great type of the melting pot of the world, kind of like America is. It's a perfectly integrated animal because it's got the yellow brown of like an Asiatic. It's got the, the black spots of like a, like black a, like, like an African. It's got the yellow the white there like a white belly like a European. It's got all the races mixed together, and that's what we looked at with the Antichrist. He's trying to wor- mix all the world together. Uh-oh, put the mark on their foreheads. This is called Ash Wednesday. This is what the Catholics did just recently. I don't know if you know any Catholics, but they were doing this, where they were mark, putting this mark on their forehead. And they put the mark of the cross like this. You see it on their forehead. What is Ash Wednesday? Well, this tells you what Ash Wednesday is. It's just uh, the first day of Lent. It's where they're trying to repent for some of their sins. And it's an almsgiving. It's something they do right before Easter says they do it it can occur as early as February 4th or as late as the 10th of March Ash Wednesday gets its name from the practice of placing ashes on the foreheads of the faithful as a sign of repentance I got that right up here So this is what the Catholics do It's Roman Catholic Here's John Kerry right here he's got the, he's got his Ash Wednesday John Kerry is a very devout Roman Catholic so was Hitler <laughs> Hitler was a very devout Roman Catholic Did they put it on little babies What are they doing there? Well, if the Pope is going to be the false prophet, what you're seeing the Roman Catholic have is that that spirit of Antichrist where you're you're getting them ready to receive that mark. Because they're already receiving the mark on their foreheads for Ash Wednesday. Is that biblical? Nowhere in the Bible do you find that in the Bible for repentance. We're seeing it in Revelation 13, though, aren't we? See where they're putting that mark there. And the priest puts the mark on you, puts it with those ashes, putting it on the kids. He's getting ready to receive the mark. What does the word Catholic mean? If you talk to a Catholic, the Catholic Church, and say, what does the word Catholic mean? The word Catholic means to a Catholic, the Roman Catholic Church will tell you to define it as a universal or whole. It's a universal church, so they'll say, we're the Catholic Church, we're the universal church. But that's that's not what that word means. That word does not mean Catholic when you break that word down. Look at this. Cat-holic, holic, holic, is defined as addiction or the substance or activity of the stem word, which means that you're wholly addicted to something. Like an alcoholic, an alcoholic is alco, is wholly given to alcohol. So alcoholic is holic, wholly given to alcohol. So where he's an alcoholic, we know he, they just drink and drink and drink, they're wholly given to drinking. So when you break that word down, cat is wholly given to the cat. Catholic means wholly given to the cat. Holy given to the cat, which is the leopard. Guys, I'm here to tell you that Catholic Church, if you get anything out of this study this morning, get this out of the cat. The Catholic Church is full of the devil. I can't even get an amen out of that. Amen. Man, y- y'all haven't been studying church history. You for sure haven't been studying your Bible, because if you study your Bible, you know that that Catholic church is, is full of the devil. There's that Black Panther. Holy given to the cat, the leopard. That's what Catholic means, Catholic. When you break that word down, putting the mark on them, putting the mark on every one of their foreheads, just like the Antichrist wants to do. Holy given to the cat. So what's going on in china what's going on in china when it comes to the mark is what they're doing here is china's all-seeing skynet now has more than 700 million cct cameras is half the world total it's real time spying on all of its 1.4 billion citizens gives them a personal social credit score based on how they behave social credit system means ultimate control so they got this system credit system in china if you don't behave they take away your credit score. If you don't have a good credit score, guess what? You can't get on the plane, you can't get on trains, you can't do what you want to do, they take away your ability to drive. If you jaywalk over in China, they automatically debit your credit card. If you jaywalk, they got your, they got your face on the screen and they automatically, this is, this is reported not by the Chinese as much, and this Chinaman was reporting this, it's Australians that are going over there to work for the Chinese government. They're like, I was jaywalking, and then I looked at my phone, and I had a debit, and I looked at my phone, and they gave me fine for jaywalking and automatically debited his, credit, his uh, banking account. They have complete control of your banking account. The way you get credit is, in China, is you got to go work, and you got to do things to help. And if you're not a good person, they take a, your credit score goes down. Everybody in this room has, has dealt with credit scores. Well, they're taking that to another level in China where they're controlling your whole life. Millions of Chinese people can't take trains and planes anymore because their social credit scores are too low. But you can pay money to Chinese government to raise your social credit score. You know it's coming. <laughs> you know the American government's going to do it to you guys. You know it. It's coming. This is recently, guys. This, th- that, tweet, that tweet right there was April 16th. Then You can go on, you can go on to uh, Twitter. That's where you're going to find a lot of this information on Twitter and stuff like that. You'll find this information where you have the Chinese. And this Chinaman right here, he, he, can't, he can't do what he wants to do, but he thinks it's great because it helps discipline me. I, the government disciplines me because I can't discipline myself. That's how bad the Chinese people are under control. We're blessed to be in America. But, guys, that's where our country, that's where our government wants to take us. That's U- what's going on in the UK. They're going to this direction over in England. So if you go over to China, if you, become, if you come to China, be prepared to take a face scan to get your SIM card because facial recognition ma- is mandatory to buy and activate a SIM card in China now. And here's a person, and they're taking a picture of their own face, and they've got to take this picture and do that with their camera. On their phone, you got to have your phone everywhere you go because you pay with everything with your phone. Very few places anymore take cash. If you come to China, you better get a Chinese phone number as soon as possible because you need it to get a bank account. Then a WeChat digital wallet to buy food in China. Many places don't accept cash anymore. So if you go on, watch these videos, go on. I'm not going to put them up here, but you watch these videos and they're going through China. And everything they do, is they'll go up there and sometimes they'll go up there and literally just read their face on the vending machine. Their face will recognize them. The machine recognizes their face and gives them their Coke and it automatically debits their... They don't even pull out a phone or anything. It's incredible technology the Chinese are doing to control their people. That's what the Antichrist wants to do. Why am I showing all this stuff? I'm showing you all this stuff is because what you read in Revelation 13's brothers and sisters, what you read in thir- Revelation 13 is coming to pass before our very eyes and what you read in Revelation 13 was written 2,000 years ago. You've got an amazing book in your lap. So, my advice, don't, you don't necessarily have to mess with Twitter. You don't have to pick up a newspaper or anything. Pick up your Bible and read it. It's going to tell you what's going on in the world every day. Let's go on to the name. Let's go on. We, we talked about the mark. Let's move on to the name. The name of the beast. You have a name. The mark or the name or the number of his name. The name is tied to a number. We know that number to be 666. Here's some of the names of Satan. He's called Lucifer, prince of the devils, god of this world, devil accuser, prince of the power of the air, the roaring lion, the serpent. He's called the dragon. He's called the adversary. He's called the tempter. He's called the anointed cherub that covereth. Beelzebub, Bilal, the wicked one. That's just some of the names of the devil all through the Bible. So you know the Antichrist, when he rises up, Somehow or another, he's going to be associated with one of these names, or all of these names. He'll be associated with one of that. So in Acts chapter 19, don't turn there, but in Acts chapter 19, Paul had to deal with this, that Diana, the goddess Diana, was worshipped by the whole world. Is worshipped in Asia, and the whole world worshipped Diana. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is simply this. As Diana is still worshipped today, and it's worshipped today by the Wiccans, What's Wicca? Wicca is modern-day witchcraft. It's a branch of Wicca, and they even call themselves Diana. And you see how it has this, she has the bow, she's a hunter. Has a bow. And remember how the Antichrist came out in Revelation chapter 6? Remember the four horsemen? How did the Antichrist come out? He came out holding what? A bow. You remember that? It's feminine which is characterized by an exclusive focus on the feminine aspect of the divine. And in some Wiccan texts, Lucifer is a name used interchangeably for Diana's brother, husband, Apollo. It's so all through the witchcraft, all through Wiccan. Wiccan's very is rising in popularity all through America, all through the uh, European nations. What we'd call witchcraft, what God warned us about. But notice up here that there's a rise, it's a rise and characterized by femininity. Do you see a rise in a feminine Culture in America. Well, you'd have to be blind if you haven't seen it. There's a feminine spirit going on to where your vice, the, the president of the United States, his wife Hillary Clinton, had a shirt that said the future is female. And everything's going female. They take they, they love to take the modern day movies and love to put the female as the lead. They love, love to make the female as a the hero. They're trying to put the females in, in everything they're doing. It's all this feminine spirit. I'm seeing it in the churches today. And it scares me. The feminine spirit in the churches today. When you read your Bible, and what they don't like about your Bible is God is a, is a man. It's a he. It's not a she. It's a he. Man, God was man was made in God's image. And that, it's a it's a he. This movie came out years ago, but it was uh, kind of reminded me of this here. It's called The Hunger Games: Catching Fire. Kind of looks like the da- da- goddess Diana. She's got her bow. She's got her arrow there. Every revolution begins with a spark. And it's, it's called catching fire. Kind of like the, fi- the fires of hell. Man, when you know your Bible, you, this stuff, you, this stuff just, just gets on you. <laughs> you know your Bible, and you know that there's a, there's a feminine spirit. And you know Prince, the Diana goddess had a bow, and here this, here's this movie come out, and it's even got the mockingjay or whatever that is up there. An unclean bird, unclean spirit. Man, the spirit of Antichrist is running through this country in every way, through Hollywood, through the music. Here's a picture of of, uh, Diana, the goddess. Satan loves to be worshipped as a woman. The name will probably be feminine. So I've gotten to the point where I believe that that name, the Antichrist name, will probably be tied some way associated with femininity. I was preaching on Daniel and showed you in Daniel where it prophesied that the Antichrist would probably more likely be a homosexual. So here's a picture of what the Catholics worship. Mary. A feminine spirit in the Catholic Church. There's a feminine spirit in the Catholic Church. The devil loves that. It said that in the Bible in Jeremiah that, the, the, that they were worshiping the Queen of Heaven. This is what the Catholic Church calls the Queen of Heaven. This is a picture of Mary. This is a picture of Mary holding Jesus. Who do you think has the power in this picture? Mary has the power, right? Who's holding the, who's holding the rod? Mary's holding the rod. She's got control of little baby Jesus. She's got the crown. She's the queen of heaven in, in the Catholic Church. So you pray to Mary. You pray to Mary, and Mary gets this little guy, Jesus, to do what. And Jesus, because he's a good boy, he does whatever his mother tells him. That's what the Catholics believe and teach. That's of the devil. They don't worship Mary. Well, here's a picture of the Pope bound down to a statue of Mary. We were just driving in uh, Comanche yesterday, and we seen another tabernacle for Mary sitting at somebody's house where they build this little tabernacle and they put a statue of Mary inside the tabernacle so they can put little offerings to Mary, the statue of Mary. Here's the Pope bound down to the statue of Mary. They worship Mary. They claim they don't, but they do. they worship Mary. If it's not worship, I don't know what you call that. Bound down to images. Do you know the Roman, do you know the Catholic Church has a different Ten Commandments than you do? Do y'all know that? Okay. If you don't know that, you need to go to Brownwood, Texas. You need to go to the Catholic Church. I think it's the, what is that Catholic Church called? Mary? Mary, St. Mary's. Okay. Catholic Church. Go to that church. And they have the Ten Commandments in stone in the front of that church. And on those Ten Commandments, open up Exodus 20 and go to read the Ten Commandments. And what you'll notice is one of the commandments that's missing. Guess what's commandments missing on a Catholic Ten Commandments? Thou shalt not bow down to graven images. I wonder why they would take that one off. Because that's exactly what their pope does. They take that one off and they split the last one about coveting your neighbor's wife and coveting your neighbor's house. They split that and make it into two when it's only one in the Bible. They take away this, this one right here. So this is a Roman Catholic, uh, if you go to a Roman Catholic website, this is what they'll say. Which queen of heaven do you speak of? The Roman Catholics say, Mary, the Catholic Mary, we're not worshipped. She's not worshipped, she's honored by Catholics as Jesus demanded. <laughs> and then Hathor, some religion of the same name, it's an Egyptian god of the arts. And then Isis, the Wiccan goddess, she's worshipped by many pagans openly as a sun goddess. But Mary, she's not worship, worship. she's just honored by Catholics as Jesus demanded. Do you ever read in your Bible where Jesus demanded that we honor Mary? That's a new one for me, too, because when I, when I read in my Bible, Matthew chapter 12, they said, hey, Jesus, your mother's outside trying to get hold of you, and you know what he said? Who's my mother? He said, this is my mother, this is my brother, and this is my sister. He's pointing to all the believers that do the Word of God. Hmm. So the worship of Satan as a transgender. This right here, I'm gonna throw this up here, babe, it. This is over in Arkansas, Little Rock, I think. As a matter of fact, they had the Ten Commandments. So the Satanists said we should be able to put our statue that we want to put up next to the Ten Commandments at the courthouse square, and they they got the statue put up. And this is a statue the satanic uh, Satanists put this statue up at, at the courthouse to represent their god, Satan next to the Ten Commandments. And the reason why I'm showing you this is, is notice this, that you've got the goat, you got the goat head, remember what Jesus Christ said, the sheep will go on my right hand and the goats will go on my left, the goat will go on my left. That's the scapegoat. All the sins are put on the scapegoat. That's on the devil. He's drove away. So you've got, uh, you got the angels, that, that says the devil, the devil appears, Satan appears as an angel of light. He's got the wings like an angel. There's the cloven feet, like a cherub the anointed cherub that covers. I'll I show that to you. Then notice the children look up at him. Then you've got the rod of the healing rod there, like the serpent on the rod is sitting right there, the sign of life. But notice what he's got here. He's got, this, he's got those two fingers up like that. Where have we seen that before? If you were in here when I showed you the, when the fourth horseman comes out, the Antichrist, the first horseman excuse me, comes out, the Antichrist comes out. He's a horseman. He's a bow with that, He's got a bow without an arrow. And what that was was a sign. This right here is a sign of the bowman. The sign of the bowman. See the two fingers? Like you take those two fingers and you pull them like that. And they'll, they'll draw Jesus with these two fingers up. They'll draw the Pope. The Pope will do this like this with his two fingers up like that. That's a sign of the bowman, the Antichrist. All, they're just showing you signs of who they really are. And notice they're going after the kids here. Reason why I'm showing you this, and then you say, what does it have to do? What's Bayfamit have to do with transgenderism? Well, the real Bayfamit, the worship of Satan as a transgender, the real Bayfamit doesn't look like this picture right here. If you look real close, he's really gaunt here. He's really gaunt. But what they didn't show you is the, the Baphomet that they show, that they worship, is this one right here. It's a male and a female put together. There's a picture of him. Here's another picture of him. It's a male and a female put together. There's a transgender. Satan loves to be worshipped this way. So it shouldn't be surprising to you, brothers and sisters, if you look in the media and you look what's going on in the world today in America, how the rise of transgenderism, the rise of transgenders. And what are the transgenders doing? They're going straight after your kids. They're having having a little story time. They want to go after your kids and have the story time. Here's Drag Queen Story Hour with Nikki Champagne and Emoji Nightmare. What a name, Emoji Nightmare. I'd say that's a nightmare. That's my, that's my worst dream come true right there. And notice what are they doing. They want to be around your kids. They want to go at, going, they're going after your kids, guys. They want to go after your kids. The devil wants your kids. That's what he's after. He's going to, he wants to be worshipped like a woman, but he's a man. But he wants to be worshipped like a woman. It's It's, it's creepy. It's something I never, you, when I first started studying Revelation back in the 90s, I never, in my wildest dreams, imagined America would be where we are today. Never. It's incredible. And you know what Christians have done? We've sat in our pews and we went, we've slept. We should have been out preaching the gospel because they're going to get our kids. They're going after, your, you're going after your kids. They're going after your grandkids. They're going after your nieces, your, aunt, your nephews. They're going after they're, That's who they're after. And it's our job to raise them with the Word of God. We want to make sure they're getting in. And I appreciate y'all having your kids in here. Some of this stuff is pretty hard to look at, this stuff on the screen. But we want to make sure that we're showing our kids that, hey, that Jesus Christ is pure and he's holy. This is not pure and this is not holy. This is confusion. It's a wicked, evil spirit of the Antichrist. So what about the name? A person can have different names, dad, brother, son, friend, but still be the same person. There are over 625 names for God in the Bible. Most of the names are tied to characteristics of God, such as Father. And then we've already touched on some of just some of the names given to Satan. Anything worship that is not God or Jesus is Satan worship. The name will be tied to the number of the beast. We must study the number 666. So let's do that real quick. The most important name to remember is the name of Jesus. I've got to throw Jesus in here. We've been talking so much about the devil and the Antichrist. I want to show just a minute or two of Jesus Christ. Here's the important name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, Neither is there salvation any other, any other for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. It's the name of Jesus Christ. Praise God. And the Bible says about Jesus, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things in earth, and things under the earth. If you're down in hell, you're going to come up and bow to Jesus Christ. You're going to bow to Him one way or another. Might as well bow to Him when you're down here on, when you're here on earth and take Him as your Lord and Savior. The number of the beast, it's the number of a man. The number six is the number of a man. Man was created on the sixth day. So in the Bible, numbers have meanings. So the number six is always associated with man because man was created on the sixth day. What you'll find out about God you find out about God? God's a trinity, and he's associated with the number three. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost. He's associated with three. You see the fingerprint of God in threes, all in the universe. It's past, present, future. Length, width, breadth. It's uh, uh, heaven and hell and earth. There's threes. It's, uh, the fingerprint of God is all on the universe like that in threes. You can break almost everything down into threes, because that's the fingerprint of God. So what you have with 666, if God's number is three, it's associated with three, and God and man's number is associated with six, what you got going on with 666, that would represent a man trying to be God. And that's what the Antichrist does. He stands up in the temple and says, I'm God, worship me. Take the mark of the beast. If you don't worship me, I'm gonna cut your head off. So that's what 666 that's what the 66 represents in the Bible. But let's look at it a little deeper. So 666, you're going to find 666 all over the place, man. If you look for the number 666, you'll find it. You'll find it on barcodes. Here's a shirt, 666, flashing up a sign. Here's Farm and Market Road, 666, you can buy that shirt. Here, you'll find it in dice, they'll, you, they'll show three, uh, six dice's right here. 666, Motel 666. Here's a symbol, it looks almost like a nuclear symbol, but that's six, there's 666. Six, six put together, 666, and there's a chance that's what the mark of the beast could look like, a lot like that right there, here's deny Christ, hell Satan, 666, but he, sometimes he's real open with it, and you see, these are real open, right, I mean, you can't get around that, it says God forbid, and it's, uh, it says 666, you can't, well, the, but the devil loves to hide things, Satanists love to hide things, I knew that when I, when I studied, when I, before I got saved, I was in the occult, and I was studying witchcraft and studying the, the book of Satan. And when I was studying that stuff, I was, they were telling you to write backwards, try to speak backwards, black mask it, all that stuff, backwards mask it, all that stuff you hear about in the old records back in the 80s. That's why they were doing that. That's what the Satanists were doing. So remember the barcode. you got the six, six, sixes in the barcode. Every barcode, there's a six, a six, and a six, beginning, in the middle, and the end. I showed you the Google with the www, you got the six, you got the letter six, six letter of the Hebrew alphabet is, is six, so it will be 666, six, six. but notice this on a, on a can of monster energy, look at that, see that, there's three sixes in the Hebrew, you see it, 666, six, six. monster energy, look at this, unleash the beast. Wow, just right there hiding in plain sight. They're not even trying to hide it much anymore. This is, uh, some people take this as a symbol of the, whole, of the Holy Trinity. It's not a symbol of the Holy Trinity. God doesn't work in symbols. Okay, let me say that again. God, the Lord God, our Father, does not work in symbols. How does our Lord God work? In letters. In the beginning was the Word. He works in letters. He don't work in symbols. That includes a cross. He doesn't work in symbols. There's nothing, I don't think there's nothing necessarily wrong with the cross, but God doesn't, excuse me, God doesn't work in symbols, he works in letters. And that's where the devil starts messing with people. You see this right here? People say that, that right there is a sign of the Trinity. Know what that is, is that's a sign of, the, of 666. You got the six, you got the six, and you got the six. Put it together. That's an old six 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 symbol. And why the stupid Christians started picking that up as the holy trinity? Only the devil would have them do that. Lucius. Lucius. What's that sound like? Lucifer? This is a Lucian light. It's a false light. It's a light bringer. Lucian. Lucifer means light bringer. What the devil is, he's a false light. Who's the real light? Jesus Christ. I am the light of the world. Lucifer is a false light. Just like that light above me is a false light. Lucius. You see the sixes there? See the three sixes? Look at the Google. You ever notice that? Six, six, six. It's all through our culture if you're looking for it. Trilateral Commission that's trying to run the world, this is their symbol. You break that symbol down, it's six, six, six. It's hidden in plain sight. Don't tread on me. I know a lot of y'all love that flag. <sighs> Did you see the sixes in that yet? There it is right there. Six, six, six. Metallica took this same image of the snake and put it on their album, the Black Album, and it was six, six, six. Six, six, six. Walt Disney. You don't know much about what's going on with Walt Disney nowadays. <laughs> They're getting pretty wicked. Who's pushing the transgender movement more than Walt Disney? Hardly anybody. They put it in the cartoons, they put it, they have a gay pride day there at the park. They're doing everything they can to push this agenda. If you look at this Walt Disney logo and break it down, look at this. Six, six, six. It's hidden there in plain sight. D- just like when you go out in this universe of God's creation, you'll see God's fingerprint all over His creation. You're going to see the devil's fingerprint all over His creation. F F F. That's the sixth letter of the, of the sixth letter of our alphabet. Six six six. F F F. You'll see that all over the place too. When you break it down, you've got you break it down to the, the break the uh, alphabet down. You got six be F. O-X, fox. Like 20th century fox? Or like the fox network, which is based off 20th century fox? What's 20th century fox? Because it's not a first century fox. What's a first century fox? Herod? What did did Jesus say about Herod? He goes, Herod, you go tell that fox. That's what Jesus called Herod, a fox. He said, fox. The last one, and then we'll get out of here. This is the Beatles. Pretty anti-Christ group. John Lennon here, he said he, they were more popular than Jesus Christ. There he's pointing, there's the goat horns right there. It represents the devil, the goat horns. That You see how the rockers do that? That's the goat horns. That's not UT, by the way. <laughs> I'm not picking on UT guys. That's, that's the goat horns. That's the goat horn. That's, what, that's satanic there. But notice this, notice this one right here, though. This is one you'll see a lot. You, you can go on, and this is the, what you can do. Go on and, tr- and test me. Test me. Don't take my word for me. Test me. Go on to Google and just say, put on, Google up this. Celebrities with one eye. Celebrities one eye. Just put something like that, in. and you'll see picture after picture of celebrities doing this right here. Covering up this one eye. And I had a picture of it, but I left it off this transparency. where well, this is one eye. What is that? Remember the, the Antichrist is going to have this right, right eye darkened? And you also see celebrities doing this. You ever seen celebrities doing it? They'll do this right here. Just like Paul McCartney's doing. Do you see it? Do you see the sixes? Do you see the three sixes in there? Six, six, six. You got one, two, three. You say, you really believe that, brother Kegan? Man. I've seen so much of it, I've got to where it's hard for me not to believe it anymore. So that, that mark is coming. And if you, don't, if you don't want to be left behind at the rapture, you better get saved. And if you're in here this morning and you're not saved, this is what you've got to look forward to. The people that are into this kind of nonsense, they're going to be controlling you. And they're going to make you take a mark, and they're going to say, you can't, if you don't do what we tell you, we're going to cut your head off. And it's going to be hell on earth as God's wrath is poured out on this earth. But before that happens, God's going to come back through Jesus Christ and rapture out His church, His bride. Take us out of this mess. Then He's going to pour His wrath out on mankind. If you don't know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, you're going to be left behind. Don't be left behind. Come on up to heaven with us. Well, how do I go? Ask Jesus. I'm not going to make it any more complicated than that. Say, Lord Jesus, I just want to go to heaven. Will you take me to heaven? Pray that prayer. See what happens. You know, I prayed a prayer similar to that when I was about 17 years old. You know what happened? I got saved. And I'm here to tell you, all these years later, Jesus Christ was the best thing that ever happened to me. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Keegan Hall of Indian Gap Baptist Church of Indian Gap, Texas. If you'd like to contact us, you can do it at indiangapbaptist.com. On the internet, it's indiangapbaptist.com.